Hi, hello, how are you? Happy almost Halloween. Um, welcome back to Something About a Podcast, where I'm currently recapping the first season of How I Met Your Father. Yes, the spinoff sequel kind of to How I Met Your Mother. All the episodes are out and available on Hulu. Um, I also recapped both seasons of Only Murders in the Building. And I linked them together through um, Francesca, who is BFFs with Selena Gomez. She gave her one of her kidneys, and that's how I linked it together. You're welcome. I'm also really excited it's Halloween because my costume is chef's kiss. Um, It's amazing. Obviously, I'm going to post a photo about it because, duh. And um, follow the Instagram. It's at something.about.com dot podcast you can also follow myself on there it's schly guy schly underscore guy i check every so often if i can get it all together but i can't so i have to have this silly little underscore um i'm also going to apologize for my voice i am kind of sick it's not it's not this it's not the vid uh, most likely it's just a cold or I've gotten it a couple times, pharyngitis. It's not laryngitis. It's like not viral, whereas like laryngitis is viral. So I'm just going to have more of a raspier voice and um, you're welcome. And I'm sorry. Um, It's just, it's more sultry. It's cute. But we are on season one, episode three, called The Fixer. And it opens up and we are in the year 2050 and we see an older Sophie Kim Cattrall say, this is a story of how I tried to fix someone's dating problems with the magic of photography. And her son replies, I think you've derailed. And she looks to the camera, you know, seemingly she's looking at her son and says, I gave you life. You can give me one night. And she's not wrong. She is not wrong. We are now in 2022, and we hear say the perfect profile photo was a big deal. And we see Jesse now. He's holding his phone, and he's just like scrolling through them. And he's like, I will die alone because all my photos are terrible. And he does not want to join Tinder. And he goes, oh, wait, I'm either going to die alone or I'm going to die with Sid. And... Uh, Sid interjects and saying like, no, 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 no. That is not going to happen because uh, Hannah and I are going to die at the exact same time at the ripe old age of 98 mid-penetration. Well, that's that's his plan. And Jesse isn't invited. And Jesse's like, cool, cool, cool. I will die alone rather than join an app. And Sophie, they're all hanging out in Jesse and Sid's apartment. And Sophie disagrees. He's like, you'll do great on an app. You know, you're a cool, handsome musician. And Jesse thanks her. But he uh, fixes the cool, sexy, handsome musician part to, I'm a part-time music teacher who drives for Uber. And I'm also internet famous for my failed proposal to my girlfriend. And um, I can only imagine the messages I'd get on Tinder because he gets really mean messages on Instagram and he goes to his Instagram and he brings up his DMs and he reads a couple. He goes, 
doesn't deserve balls, which is wow. LOL, you suck. And then another one says, kind eyes. And he's like, that that one doesn't count. But that could be considered rude. Because, like, do you want kind eyes or would you rather just be hot? No one wants judgy eyes either. And if you get that reference, you're welcome. Thank you. You're my people. Uh, Sophie mentions he'll be fine. She's been out on 87 internet dates with these guys. Uh, Sid goes and corrects her and is like, no, 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 no. It's 88 since, you know, you struck out with Anne. And she looks at him and she's like, thanks. Because she's just like, thank you for reminding me. Thank you. And um, she's not going to let Jesse quit. She hasn't, she hasn't given up. And Ellen says it's fine. And Jesse thanks him, her, you know, he can spend his Saturdays at home alone with Postmates and porn. And he, he tells him to, you know, stop. And Sid makes a reference. He's like, Kung Pao shrimp in one hand, man shrimp in the other. And Ellen and him go on to make a bunch of other Chinese food, sexual related jokes. Um, I wasn't going to write them all down. You can think of other food and porn related jokes. In fact, there is probably a tab on most major porn sites. I'm also sorry if you can hear me breathing. Um, I currently can't breathe out my nose, so it's it's quite hard. And I, I apologize. And with, you know, those analogies they are making, it convinced him to join. And Sophie says she can help him after 87. No. 88 dates. She can help him create the perfect profile that any women would want to swipe right on. Um, funny story, I actually met my boyfriend on uh, Tinder and um, I kept sw- kept swiping left on him. Um, he and I actually went to school together, fifth grade, all the way through senior year of high school. So I knew he was a real person, but like I kept swiping left. So finally I saw swiped right on him and look at where we are almost six years later not engaged fun so Sophie looks at him and says repeat after me today is the first chapter of the next great love story and Jesse says I will never say that but um, I will take you up on your offer And she's like, great, I'll take photos on your lunch break. And we now have Charlie, and he's telling them he can't find an apartment without his trust fund. And he goes on to use the word poor as a noun, and Sophie and them are like, no, 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 you can't use poor as a noun, that's rude. And it is. And Ellen mentions how she's still looking for an apartment as well, but she um, has farm money because she had a farm with her ex-wife out in like Iowa. I forget where they're from. And buttered lettuce is really raking in the money. And I, I love buttered lettuce. That's probably my favorite lettuce out of all the lettuces you could have. It's not too, it's not too soft. It's not too crunchy. It's like the perfect, the perfect base for a salad. 
And uh, Sid and Jesse are like, then why aren't you paying us rent? And she's like, because it's not permanent. I'm looking for an apartment. And it flashes to her um, sleeping on their couch. And Sid and Jesse are playing like Call of Duty, some sort of video games. And they're yelling at a small child via their headsets. And Sophie looks at Ellen and Charlie and is like, well, why don't you two be roommates? You'll get like a better deal. And, you know, Charlie's kind of excited about it. And he's like, should we get a grand piano or normal piano? Wait, what am I, what am I talking about? If we're going to get a piano, we're going grand. And Ellen says she doesn't really want a roommate. And Charlie's a little, a little hurt by it. And, you know, he thought he had a friend. And we are now on to the next day. Um, Sophie is there to take Jesse's photo. And he's just shaking out the stress and, you know, she's setting up her camera and she's got like one of those light discs. She goes, okay, give, give me a pose, some, some take a photo off. And he's like looking up to the sky, you know, like when you get your senior photos taken and they have you do all those weird poses. And one of them is like, you know, you have your hands in front of you, but you're looking up to like the right or left, or like you're looking over your shoulder up to the sky my grandmother picked one of those for my senior photo for her to have and I was like what am I looking at like why and Sophie asks the same thing of Jesse she's like what are you looking at and he's like I'm I'm showing off my Adam's apple um I'm told it's my best feature and Sophie looks at him and is like who told you that's your best feature was it your mom and look at his face was like no it wasn't my yes it was my mom yes and then she's like, no, we need like um, an action shot, uh, more natural. And he goes to into his lunchbox. He goes, great, you can get a snack photo. And she's like, is that hummus? And he goes, who doesn't love hummus? And she's like, really? And he's like, oh, fine. I'll, I'll put it away. And he goes, we'll get, a, we'll get a photo of me smiling. I did Invisalign twice and my teeth are my best asset. And he goes to smile and it's like... You're smiling and showing all your teeth at once and it's not natural like some people smile naturally and they show all their teeth this was not him it was it was a terrible photo uh we're now we're now with val and she's at sid's bar and she's you know tropes around on the internet and a box had come for sid and he's like oh this must be our hello fresh box you know hannah and i do do cooking dates every week you know to stay connected and he opens it up and he picks up like a, a manual and he's like it's a viper ace interactive male stroker and val's hears this and she closes her laptop and is like you got the birkin bag of sex toys and he's like, what? And she's like, hey, there's two toys. There's one for you and there's one for her. And you can control it with an app. And Val Valentina knew all the ins and outs of this thing, which like, I get it. I, I can see that with her. She knew all the weird serial references before. And Sid says he can't do it. And Val's like, no, you're going to do it because Hannah is trying and she wants to keep things, you know, fun and hot. And you're going to do it. Like she's putting herself out there. You can put yourself out there. 
and she says she's putting herself out there he needs to put himself in there uh i laughed it was that was a good one we now see charles and ellen and they're looking at the same apartment it's a beautiful looking apartment probably like a million dollars a month who knows i don't know how much rent is in new york but i'm assuming from what i've heard it's at least a million dollars and she runs into him and Charlie's like, oh, looking at the same apartment. She's like, yeah. He's like, are you sure you don't want to be roommates? She's like, no. And she's actually there with um, another guy named Ralph. She found him off Craigslist. And um, Charlie's like kind of worried. He's like, oh, you found him on Craigslist? What if he's, oh, he, he could be a pervert. And he whispers it. Because, you know, no one wants to be roommates with a pervert. And he tells Ellen he's going to go check out the bathtub. Because, yeah, he's a pervert. He looks, I hate to say it, some people just look like a pervert. And it's it sucks. Sometimes they are. And sometimes they're not. And that, that sucks if you're not and you look like a pervert. And Ellen goes on to tell Charlie that she doesn't want to be roommates with him because he's clueless and arrogant and then just has money and she doesn't she doesn't want that in a roommate so you know sorry for the dead air turning page um we're now back with jesse and sophie and they're taking weird photos of him and she's just trying to get a decent one and um some kids approach him and start talking to him while Sophie looks at a kid and goes, Hey you, will you hold this for me? I'll, um, I'll pay you in Altoids. And it's like one of those. Jeannie. I'm, I'm sorry for that. Jeannie doesn't realize I'm recording and that's just rude. She's fine. She was just coughing. She, she's a okay. She's now fallen back asleep right next to me. Um, she hires one of the kids to like hold the light screen so the light bounces off and makes him look good. And she's taking photos of him as he's talking to the small child. And out comes Drew, the vice principal at Jesse's school. And Drew is played by Josh Peck. And he's asking them like, um, what what's going on? Because, you know... It's, it's weird to see this grown woman taking photos of this grown man and a child on school property. And she goes on to explain that, oh, no, no, it's not, it's not what you're thinking. I'm taking, I'm taking photos for Tinder. I'm taking photos for his, his day fighting, his, his dating profile. Uh, um, it's for Tinder. The kid won't, I'm not taking photos of the child for Tinder. And uh, Drew then mentions, you know, his pose where he's looking up into the sky and how it ruined the faculty photo because, like, what was he looking at? An airplane. And Sophie then cracks a joke like, what is that flying? Is that is that an airplane? I've never seen one before. And they're, they're poking fun at him and they're giggling and flirting. And, you know, it, recess or whatever is over and Jesse needs to go inside and Sophie needs to leave immediately. And she looks at him and goes... Yes, of course I will. And she grabs her stuff and she leaves. And we're now back at 
the bar and or no we're still at the school and I don't know where we are they're at the bar I don't know and uh Jesse says that like Drew was really into Sophie and Sophie's like that's cool but this is your day and you know I understand if you don't want to go on the apps that um you know you can always do what people used to do go to a bar and like actually meet people and she's kind of they're at the school as I'm reading these notes and um she's like packing up her stuff kind of like come on let's go let's go right now and Jesse's like I can't go I'm at school and it's 1 30 p.m on a Tuesday we can go after school so she's grabbing her stuff and she's leaving she's like shaking her head she's like normal work hours are random which is funny because she probably works whenever she wants to or has to and they're that's more random than a Monday through Friday gig and I have to say having my set schedule now great um we are now back Jesse and Sid's apartment, specifically in Sid's bedroom. Um, she's setting up for his uh, sexy little date night. And she's putting up like this ring light for good lighting, you know, because of sex toys and sexy time. And she's like, you want to go high, but not too high. Because the camera can add 10 pounds, but you don't want to make a little Sid look too little. And as she's setting it up and getting everything ready, Sid is like looking around. He's like, you could give a TED talk on this. And she's like, thanks. I did a lot of uh, long distance relationships with a couple of people. One was the ambassador of Peru. And then I also had one with a Polish pilot. And he is just like, damn, okay. You, you uh, know what you're doing. And he grabs the big the big vibrator and he you know puts it on his end table in preparation and it um it falls off the table and starts vibrating into the living room and they have to run and get it and now we're with charlie back at the apartment and uh, he's looking at the realtor and he tells her you know i can pay up front for the apartment in cash and i can do five percent over asking and she's like Yes, amazing deal. And Ellen is like, um, you don't have the money. Like, where are you getting this money? And he pulls out this little gold spoon he has on a chain. And he's like, I'm going to pawn my golden spoon. And Ellen then goes, and this is why I don't want to live with you. I don't want to live with a spoiled rich guy who's clueless, who was born with a little gold spoon in his mouth. And as she's walking out the door, Charlie kind of yells to her, I wasn't born with it in my mouth. I, it was gently placed in my hand whilst I slept in my diamond-encrusted crib. Ugh, it would have been a choking hazard for a baby. Very specific. Um, okay. And Jesse now um, is getting texts from Drew that he would like Sophie's phone number. And um, Sophie's like, that, that's not my type. And she's telling him to go, like, talk to that girl that's sitting right over there. And he's like, no. And he, she's like, yeah, go talk to her. And tell her, like, I think you're going to like me. 
And he's like, fine, okay, I will. And he goes over and he says those words. And it works. And then he asked her, would you like a drink? And she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll have a margarita. And it's now time for the sexy date. And he, Sid turns on the camera and he turns on the ring light and he's like, wow, this is a great angle. And he's started the phone call with Hannah or the FaceTime, whatever you want to call it. And the Wi-Fi isn't that good because it's cutting in and out. So he uh, carefully stands up with the, the apparatus on him. And he grabs the tripod and he goes out to the living room and he sets it up. And it's much better reception in there. And as he goes to turn it on, this like podcast starts playing called The Daily. And it's talking about like survival of like a bacterial infection. And, you know, he's trying to get in the mood, but it's not working. Um, he's too much in his head. And now he, all I can think about is bacterial infections. And he's got this thing on him with a speaker. And he's like, I can't do this. You know, I'd rather do our stupid HelloFresh, you know, um, FaceTime dates. And she's like, I'm trying and I'm, this sucks. I hate it. And you're not trying. Like I'm giving my all and you're not. And this just sucks. And, you know, he apologizes. She hangs up and he's just sitting there with this thing on his crotch and the podcast starts playing again. Um, we're back on Jesse's little, you know, bar date meet. Little cute. And the date is going well. And he gets up to get another round of drinks. And she gets up to go text her friends. And she's telling all her friends that proposal guy is going to get her another drink and you know this is wild he's actually really cute really sweet she's gonna try and get him to sing the song that he was singing to his fiance um sophie approaches the girl and she's like oh he's getting me my drink um we're all set thank you she is dressed like the waitresses at this bar and she's like no th thank you and she goes to tell the girl, like, he's a great guy and just, just don't be that girl. And she's trying to convince the girl and she keeps mentioning Drew and she's like, um, whatever, I still would have slept with him. And Jesse comes in after holding the drink saying, well, will you still sleep with me? And she's like, no. Looks at Jesse and goes, your mean waitress friend ruined it. And she walks off. She's out. Um, Sid is now returning uh, the ring light to Valentina. And, you know, she's like, ah, oh, it went bad. And he's like, how do you know? She's like, you wouldn't be walking if it went well. So apparently that thing goes hard. And he goes on to explain, you know, the relationship has been a lot harder between her residency and the bar. And all he wants to do is, you know, make dinner with her in person, read the paper on a Sunday, and have actual sex with hum her human vagina. And Val just looks at Sid and like, oh my god, 
that's so romantic. And like it, it kind of is if all they're doing is hello, fresh FaceTime dates and maybe the casual sext. I, I don't know. And Val's like, I have an idea. But now we're on the subway and Sophie's apologized to Jesse about, you know, ruining his thing he would have had with, with Camilla. And uh, Jesse says, you know, it's fine. Camilla didn't look like she'd be good at sex anyway. And they both, you know, are looking straight ahead and making a face like, no, that's a lie. She would have been great at it. And Jesse goes and looks at Sophie and is like, all this stuff you said was just really intense. And he uh, kind of apologizes to her about all the stuff he said to her at the bar the night she went to go see Ian. And he had gotten all that parent stuff way off. And he's he's sorry for, you know, assuming all that. And Sophie's like, no, it's fine. My childhood was like an actual mess. It was just me and my mom. And we were bouncing around from one boyfriend's house to, you know, the next boyfriend's house. And we were more like sisters than mother and daughter. And I was more of the big sister. I always had to pick up the pieces of my mom after every breakup. And I just, I got really good at fixing her. And um, I always know to go into the fixing mode, especially when it comes to things that Sophie can't fix for herself. She would rather fix for someone else. And if Jesse asks if fixing things for yourself you mean, and Sophie replies, finding her person while pushing, you know, she's pushing through tears because it's, it's sad and she knows it. She just doesn't want to say it out loud as we all have things, you know, we don't particularly like about ourselves and to say it out loud kind of sucks. And, you know, it's, she hates that it's so sad and so bad that it's not happening. And Jesse says to her what, you know, she said to him, you know, yesterday at the bar, you know, repeat after me, today's the first chapter of my next great love story. And she says it. And he's like, see, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And, you know, he says, good night. They're at his train stop and um, he leaves. And as he's leaving, the doors are closing behind him. Uh, A creepy gentleman, the same one that actually approached Charlie on the subway, asked her to open her mouth for a treat. And when he does that, we see in a flashback with Charlie, he sticks his finger in you know, Charlie's mouth and like moves it around. And Charlie's like, that's not a treat. But instead, Sophie goes, not tonight, Frank. Um, We now see Ellen. She's entered the bar. Charlie's sitting at the bar. They say hi to each other. And she asks about the amazing new apartment. And Charlie's like, oh, it didn't work out. He went to go sell his little golden spoon. And as he's leaving the pawn shop with, like, a stack of cash, like, just literally out in the open, someone, like, runs up and just takes it right out of his hand. Because, like, if you have that much money in your hand, you should just, like, immediately shove it in your purse, your wallet, your pot. Like, he's wearing a trench coat. Shove it in that, like, inside pocket so no one sees it. Because you're just literally asking. 
for someone to steal it. And um, that's exactly what they did. And Ellen goes on to mention, you know, that roommate guy I found at Ralph? Well, he stole my identity, opened a credit card, and I couldn't close it before he bought a camcorder, a bra, and three jars of honey. And that guy was definitely a pervert. Like, yeah, he was probably going to use all that stuff and make some weird OnlyFans porn video for, you know, his subscribers. They apologized to each other and, you know, they realized we should crush this city together. And, you know, we're not going to be afraid of this city. We're the bravest people in it. Ellen yells at the bar, and right as she yells it, sitting next to them is a bunch of uh, New York City firefighters, and they're giving them a dirty look like, the fuck you say? Uh, funny, because those New York firefighters and the police officers are probably the toughest people in the city. And we now see Sid walking down a hall, knocking on a door. It's a, it opens, and it's Hannah. He flew all the way out to L.A. to see her. And Hannah's like, this this much of, must have cost a fortune. Like, I love that you're here, but this had to have been so much money. And he's like, actually, I have this hookup who knows someone because they were in a long-distance relationship with a, a Polish pilot. So not only did Valentina try and set him up with a good angle for, you know, their little sexy time video, she she got him a flight to L.A., which is just so sweet. Uh, we are now back in 2050, and Kim Cattrall is saying, in 2022, having a great profile pic was essential, but not everything. Uh, you had to be willing to put yourself out there time and time again even though you want to curl up under a blanket with a box of Fruit Loops, a box of wine, and an unboxing video. Uh, her son asks, what's an unboxing video? And she goes on to explain what it is. And the son is like, wow, those sound like dark times. And uh, she agrees. They were. And we're now back into what would be present day. And we see Sophie developing the pictures she had taken of Jesse. And she took a great photo of him. He's smiling. He's kind of looking up. It's a very natural photo. None of the ones he wanted to do. It's like a an accumulation of all the ones he wanted to do, but in like the right way. And she takes a photo of it and sends it to him and, and tells him, you know, for when you're ready to try. And he thanks her by sending her Drew's contact info for the same reason. So, you know, we now see Josh Peck, Drew, leaving his building, about to go walk his dog. And uh, Sophie calls him. And he answers. And she's like, hey, you know, this is Sophie. We met. And he goes, oh, yeah. And actually, I've been thinking about it. And remember how I said I knew you from somewhere? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, we actually met briefly on the night of Hannah and Sid's engagement party. Um, You you asked for a phone charger and I lent you mine. And she was like, oh, would you look at that? 
And he's like, uh, I was just wondering if you wanted to, uh, and she goes, set up a date for Friday night. So have we, have we met, have we met the father? Even though I'm pretty sure we all know who the father is. This is just the long, the long journey of meeting the father. <gasps> it was a really cute episode. Um, I wasn't rushed this time going through it because I wasn't tired. I planned ahead. Um, again, I also apologize for the fact that you're probably hearing me breathe because I currently cannot breathe out my nose. So I'm, I'm so sorry. But um, happy Halloween. Um, I hope everyone is safe and has fun and dresses up. My costume is amazing. But have a fun time. Make sure you give out good candy to the trick-or-treaters or just don't have your light on because if your house gets egged or toilet paper, that's on you. Um, we bought full-size candy bars this year. We went to Bajay's and we got these like airhead sour straws. We got them last year. Big hit. Uh, last year we got Hershey chocolate bars because that was Andy's dad's favorite chocolate bar and we gave those out but this year we got the airhead sour straws again and then we also got like a mixed bag of candy bars so there's like snickers twix milky way and three musketeers maybe um i might keep a milky way and a sour straw and then if that's not enough we do have some granola bars we can get out give out or um some like goldfish because who doesn't love goldfish Sometimes you need a little salty snack to go with, you know, that sweet treat. Um, I made a delicious gluten-free pasta salad for my coworkers because they, quite a few of them have celiac disease. So I thought I'd make something that they could eat and it's just gluten-free pasta, whatever. I normally would not do it, but I was considerate. I'm debating on wearing my costume to work on Monday. I might bring it with me and um, see if other people are dressed up and then like change into it. It's it's sort of a hard outfit to change into, but we'll see. We'll see. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I will post a picture of it on the socials. Um, again, that's at something.about.podcast. Give it a follow. And if you could rate, like, and review the podcast, that would be amazing. You can stream it wherever you listen to podcasts now. It is available on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, I think that's what it's called, and also on uh, Anchor, which is hosted by Spotify. That is all, and have a wonderful day. Bye.